0: Hey, Hello everyone, and welcome to Watch the Space, the podcast brought to you by the Young Horologist. Oh, yes. uh, we're back! We're no. back! It's only been what another eight or nine month hiatus.
1: <laughs> it, was so during... we're, we're <laughs> yeah. it was during we're back. was summer, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember doing it outside, and it was very hot. Yeah, I think it was about
0: May. Yeah, it was probably
1: the last one. Oh yeah, probably March to May in that period. Yeah, March was cold. Yeah, no, it was, it was yeah. like May June. Yeah. But it, look, it's it's partly my fault. I had, I had exams and stuff, and. Life gets in the way with things a bit sometimes, but we're back here for yeah. a renewed push. Yes,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've even got a back. we've got a schedule and everything coming along. We're we're not messing around. Yeah.
1: I've never been this organized in my life. It's unbelievable.
0: No, crazy, it's crazy. It's the passion. That's mm, what it, it is. is. It's it the is. passion. Yes. So, well, and uh, as so as always, I'm joined by by Cal and Ilkay. How are you both doing? Happy New Year. Happy.
1: Happy New year. Happy year to you too, Felix. All as well. All as well, considering. All as well.
0: Just trying to get by at this point,
2: yeah. but I uh, hope, hope all our viewers are, are good as well. I mean, it's been a difficult year 2020 for everyone. I mean, but uh, here we it are. Is, it is
1: a little bit Strally difficult long. to do this catch up having already had a 20 minute conversation catching up before this. It's just, it's, <laughs> yeah. It seems a bit disingenuous. Exactly. Well. <laughs> exactly. Here's, here's
2: an idea then. Maybe, maybe, a... may, maybe we should keep that 20 minutes
1: in. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just for a bit of context. <laughs> Well, no, I just okay. didn't want—I
2: okay. just
1: didn't want people well, to think we actually hated each other. That was—that was all. Was cool. nah, yeah, if that if that, if that was actually us catching up after eight months, just like, oh, i you doing? yeah, all right, mate, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, we we'll 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 kick off then with a with a wrist check. So, uh, Ilko, we'll start with you. What have you? Uh, what have you got on? I am wearing a turquoise bracelet on my left <laughs> wrist.
2: I'm just—it's <laughs> I um. And it's quartz, because it's got a special quartz stone on it. Oh, okay. uh, but uh, basically, I'm not wearing a watch. I just came
0: out of the gym. Uh, so yeah. there's no watch. I can't even lie. Yeah. Wow. Wow.
2: That
0: yeah. bad? Yeah. And, and, and yet, yeah, you still managed to be on time. So that's... That, that's exactly. Okay. That's uh, Apple's. Thanks to Apple. Thanks to yeah. Apple. IPhone. Good old Apple. Yeah.
1: Everyone, everyone um, who knows me knows that. The biggest irony is the fact that I'm a very passionate horologist. However, I'm frequently late in fact, almost to point where people now just assume and, and tell me in advance a different time. Like someone yeah. actually did that to me the other day. They told me they were going they to... We're going to start doing yeah. that as they're well. Exactly. They were like, oh, I'll... Yeah, exactly. like, oh I'll come to yours at eight. And then they came at half eight. And I was like, oh, sorry, I thought you were coming at eight. And they were like, no, no, I was always coming at half eight. I just needed you to be ready. And I was like, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. We're going to start doing that. We're definitely going to start doing that. Yeah. Doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mr. Moore, what about your... Too.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just to give us enough time to exactly. What about what about you, Cal? What have you What have you got on?
1: I uh, what is frequently on my wrist most of the time these days is uh, my Seamaster with a blue rubber strap on it. It's uh, it's seen mm. it's seen some stuff to be honest. Now it's it's done all these crazy bike rides of me and, and all the sort. it's just such a great fucking lot. But yeah, so uh, that is on my wrist at the moment. I oh, see it's a
2: mushy it's a mushy strap Seamaster as what? Well. I forgot. I forgot about your C master. What do you mean? When when did you get that? Uh...
0: Sorry,
2: May. I, I haven't, We haven't spoken in eight months. <laughs> uh, um... uh, I
1: want to. I want to say. I want to say January or February. What, what did you trade? What
2: did you trade? What did you sell to get? Uh, this? Frank Buller. Did you sell something? Oh, yeah okay now, now I remember I was completely against this but I'm very happy
1: that you got it. <laughs> so this was after you came to London. So I had the Frank Muller when you came to London, oh, yeah. and then I saw it just after that, basically. Nice.
2: But no, but I came to London. I had the Frank Muller. Was, was it
1: 2018? Yeah. Wasn't that 2018? Yeah, two years Yeah. Ago. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But because uh, remember, I'll always remember. <laughs> Pick an upgrade. i was always remember. I met you in uh, sushi samba in Bishopsgate. And do you remember you didn't tell me you were coming and you like, surprised me? And I was like, oh, I was Duck and waffle. Yeah. And then he came out and he showed me what I was like. I was really pleased, but remember, I was just a little bit hot and cold about it. And I showed you it and you went, Oh, yeah. so nice. Does it come in a men's size? And I was like, Oh.
0: <laughs> I pretty, pretty, pretty much sold it based on that. And I was
1: like, Okay. <laughs> crazy, it? but I was looking at them online and I was like, Oh, they are. I could get another one. But yeah, no we're not going. We're not going no, to go. they
2: they look great though. They, I do like how they look Yeah, I think great. the older ones yeah. are sick. They they're a nice size. Yeah, it's quite it's 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 a very interesting
1: vintage kind of option. Yeah, the one yeah. so I had the 5850 I think and the one after it is the 6850 and the one after it's just a little bit bigger and it has got like the white numerals instead of like that weird sort of camo color I had. And I think I think that one actually yeah. looks absolutely mint It's like an extra 1500 quid or something so the yeah. other collectors feel the same. It would appear.
0: Yeah. Mm. Felix, what are you wearing? So I've, I've got on a, a, a bit of a new acquisition, one that you two will be familiar with. It's the latest Swatch Hadinki System Fifty One collaboration. <laughs> the nineteen Ah uh, Traitor Traitor. <laughs> 19, 19. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've gone over the dark side. No, it's um, yeah, it's a cool. Watch full camo. Um, and then it's got this, yeah, like deep blue textured dial. Yeah. Is it still the Ooh, same size? Yeah, I really Christmas. like the camo.
2: I really like the camo one. It's a really cool colour. Yeah. Is it? I mean, it's really nice that it comes in camo. Yeah. yeah it's cool. Is it 41?
1: The
0: Yes, Yeah, so it's 41, it? yeah. yeah. Know, it doesn't wear like it at all. And also, this is good because, and I think it was the, I think it was sometime Last year. So before with all system fifty ones, they were all completely sealed units, so hermetically sealed and yeah. once they were built you couldn't get into them, so they were unserviceable, so they had a shelf life. And I think it was at the beginning of last year, it might have been a bit earlier, they updated it so that they now are serviceable. So oh. this one this one will they, run and run and run that. and run Yeah, yeah, yeah. they changed that. So nice. they they are now serviceable. So nice. this will it's not like this will just run so out this will die in four years and I'll just have to Yeah, put, it doesn't have it a shelf life anymore. No, exactly. Nice. So yeah, it's a cool piece of kit. Um, if, is... if anyone listening doesn't know about the System 51 from Swatch, go and have a look because it's a very cool piece of kit all assembled by machine, 51 parts all around a central pin. It's cool, cool piece of kit. But yeah, so that's what I've got on. Oh, is, that, is that is that why it's called System 51? <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so
1: there is actually uh, a little bit of background to this. I think the listeners, all four of them, would be very... Interesting to hear about is um, I actually knew about Felix getting this watch for about two, two or three months before December, I think. Or when it, when, when did it come out, Felix?
0: Uh, I, middle of no, middle of November, November maybe, of it, a bit okay. earlier. So basically, Felix's yeah, girlfriend. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, Felix's
1: girlfriend uh, messaged me up and said, "Car, um, I've got a dilemma. Um, I've bought Felix something." Already for Christmas. However, all he's been doing all day is going on about how much he wants this um, new Hadinki system fifty one. Danny wanted yeah. That and and the slap in the face. He um, uh, so she was like, she was like, oh, what's what should I do? I said, you know, can you can you sell the other thing fairly easily? Blah blah. She's like, yeah, I can do it. So basically, she went on the website and bought it on the day it came out. And I don't really know how, considering you'd literally share a one bed flat. She managed to keep it secret from you for a month and a half. And I'm amazed that I managed to keep it secret from you because I'm not very good yeah, at secrets. as well. Well, the as
0: well. Well, the thing, the, the thing, the thing that's amazing, so I, I had really liked the summer. They released a, a version in the summer, which was all white yeah. with light blue accents yeah. that also came with a accompanying mm. Flick Flack which was which was quite cool and you could buy them as a pair individual and she had also bought that white one as well so she'd managed to conceal two swatches in box in the flat and i had absolutely no idea they'd even been delivered mm. so i do actually still have the white one um so if anyone listening wants a uh, a Hadinki swatch summer edition that's brand new in box it's been put on once when i put it on my wrist to have a look at it and then taken off it's got front sticker back sticker box everything for cheaper than anyone else on ebay cool. let us know you heard
1: it here first eh
0: this is the channel to get <laughs> your swatches we
1: covered telemarketing telemarketing <laughs> podcast we,
0: we, we should i mean we should almost really change the name of the podcast to swatch this space mm. really shouldn't we i mean that would just be so swatch much easier. the space that's the yeah way. that's Jesus the name of Christ. uh of
2: this, of this podcast. <laughs> terrible man yeah. On this episode, thank you. Thank this you. Oh, well,
1: thank but you. yeah, no, I'm glad. So I, um, I, didn't actually know you knew about the yeah. white one as well. I um. Well, no, got, I, only, I
0: only, knew about it post, post Christmas. Yeah, okay, um, fine. I, yeah, so yeah. She, yeah, exactly. I didn't want to spoil but it yeah. for you and
1: just tell you that you, you, she actually bought that one before. Yeah, okay, we're good. We're good. No,
2: yeah, no,
0: I, I, I think, uh, I think the camo. I prefer the camo, and, and I, I put it up on our story, and, and the people, the masses, also said camo. <laughs> so, uh, apart from some notable people, including Mr. Bamford, really? George, who uh, voted for oh. the white one. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I think oh. at
1: the time he did just release an all-white um, Gerard Perrigo, to be fair. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, so, that's
2: uh, a nice watch. Oh
1: cut. my
0: god, it's, it's uh, Yeah, I awesome. can't believe you didn't get the chance to yeah. wear that.
1: It, I thoroughly enjoyed the hour and a half that I spent wearing that watch.
0: Yeah, it's a very cool good. piece of kit. Um, that's to be said. Oh. But anyway, to to get us back on topic, we we've decided in, in the most in the most sort of derivative way possible that considering we are now the third of January, we would do mm. a podcast where all of us have picked our favourite watch from. The past year, and then we're also have picked. Hopefully, we've all picked a uh, something that we would like to see uh, from twenty twenty one.
1: So yeah, we're just gonna. Hopefully, we've
0: all we haven't we haven't conferred about any of the picks that we've done. So hopefully, we've all picked three different watches for the years gone, for the year gone, and the year that we're now have just started. It'd be um, interesting
1: to see. it be interesting to see.
0: Wait, are, 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 are we? Are we doing the past decade? No.
2: Or are we doing the? Are we are do <laughs> the, <laughs> the past decade.
0: <laughs> we, sorry. Um, we, uh, we, uh, <laughs> I mean, we can do, but I'll I'll have to think up of options no. on the fly. But um, no, 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 it's to, fine. No, it's fine. I'm just making sure. On, I'm just
2: making sure. I, I'm on. It the would be page. a little we bit easier do to do the last cost. decade, to be fair.
0: But at, at least, at least the viewers know we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, I mean. I mean, it, 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 if you two have picked your three for the past decade and want to do that, we can do that one.
1: That might be easier because 2020 was a bit of a shit year, to be honest. So that's all I'm thinking of.
0: Okay, so have uh, you two... Got your top you three guys, for the gone, decade because I haven't got any, but, but, but I, I can...
2: I, I prepared a top three for the decade. But do you know why it doesn't make sense for us to do the top decade? Because it's 2021. And the decade kind of ended last year, but we can still do it because we didn't do it anything last year.
1: Oh right, okay, should, we, should
0: we should we do that then? Let's do it. All right, all right. Okay, who wants to? kick off? Ilka. All right, kick up, <clears throat> yeah, I'll kick off then.
2: I'll kick off. I'll start in twenty thirteen. <laughs> okay. I'll start in yep. twenty thirteen, and you know, you know me being me, going to be a completely biased. Choice. It's going to be the two tu- tutor. Uh, fast rider black shield in ceramic. Mm-hmm. That for me was uh, one of my top top three watches from the past decade. Reason being, I, I obviously <laughs> own one. Um, <laughs> uh, nah, it was just it was just you know because going back to the bamford thing, you know, I've always been a kind of an admirer of uh bamford yeah. watches. You know, they've been making great watches for for a considerable amount of time now. And, you know, at some point they're, they're customized. And I I always thought that was super cool, but now to see like a manufacturer to also kind of tag along to that. I mean, some, some, some brands like Hoyer have done that in the past, but uh, now the Tudor, you know, Rolex SA was embarking on that kind of uh, black ceramic with a kind of i forgot I forgot how they what they call it it's like it's called like a monoblock. so basically the actual ceramic on that watch it's not in but it's not different pieces it's actually one piece so the whole case is actually it's been carved out uh, in the shape of the of that watch as as one uh carbon piece yeah. that's p v d so it's like it's also scratch proof which is a a good mm. update from the old old uh, ceramic ceramic carbon mm. watches um and for me it's just like a fun watch that <clears> i can wear every day and you know it it sits at it sits at um you know it sits at 42 42 uh, millimeters so that's like perfect for my wrist size i love the red and black contrast the movement is nothing crazy it's an eta 7753 uh but it's got the tudor 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 mm. mod but, uh for me it's just you know it's just one of these easy watches to wear. you can wear it at literally any for any for any point of the day and uh, yeah, it just brings me a lot of happiness. It's one of those watches um and obviously i I'm a big fan of the red and red and black stitching on the on the on the on the leather strap. It also comes in a rubber strap, but uh, I didn't get that. I've got it on the leather strap, so that's my first first choice, good choice, good choice. my second choice will Shall be... Shall we, just to make it
0: interesting, Shall we go, yeah, everyone does one, everyone does one?
2: Okay. Yeah, let's do it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, want to go next, do you want me
1: to go next? Okay.
2: <clears throat>
1: yeah, so... It's going to be controversial. It's controversial because I hate the fact I'm saying this as well, but... the The ceramic bezel Daytona 2016...
0: Oh fuck <laughs> off! i, was to, I was be my number two. <laughs> <laughs> to be, to be, to be fair, I, as I've been deciding my options right. on the fly, that was going through
2: my head as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. No, go for right. it. So I don't I have a number two. I it would be interesting that.
1: to see what each of us says. Why is the reason? Um, I think the thing okay. for me is, um, you know, not that already the Daytona's were, you know, some of the most famous sports inverted commas sports watch of. Uh, of, sort of the 20th century it was just more the fact that in my memory in my understanding of the watch industry i feel like that was the first one of this like batshit crazy market hype like that was the first yeah. watch where suddenly yeah. there was like wait list for 10 years in it,
2: you you basically just couldn't get hold of them, and then Ben and Clyde moved it. Of any watch, it it, it was a trickle down effect. That's what I was going to say as well. They had a trickle down effect, like a domino effect on other yeah. Rolex steel sports yeah. watches. Then suddenly you couldn't buy a Submariner, yeah. you couldn't buy you couldn't buy any, an Explorer Two. Yeah, that, div- you know? the, it, it did. It, yeah, exactly. It, it
1: almost yes, yeah, I should have led with this. It almost reinvented the Rolex brand a bit because I feel like there had been yeah. a thing where. Every man and his dog had some Mariners. It, they sort of they were d- d- fantastic, very famous old watches, but I don't think the allure was quite the same as it is now. Uh, and that was because of, of, of the, the sort of general shift from everyone has a Rolex to nobody can get a fucking Rolex because every single one of them has a wait list unless it's one of those like terrible 31 millimeter bi metal things.
2: Um, yeah. It's, I think it was yeah. that.
1: Again, you know, I might be wrong, but just on the top of my head, I remember that being a watch where everyone was like, Jesus Christ, what? And then everything went crazy mm-hmm. after that. Um, I think if you are talking about important watches from a brand, if you can have a watch that almost completely reinvents a brand and brings a brand back to the forefront of everyone's mind, that's quite an impressive piece of kit.
2: Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, I mean, just to, just to add on that, uh, I was going to say that, you know, on top of reinventing, not reinventing, but bringing that hype back to Rolex, it really, it really, like, it, it changed the Rolex steel sports watch. I'm not saying it's in a good way, but I remember back ten, 10, not even 10 years ago, but like five, six years ago, when you would suggest someone to get a GMT Master 2 or a sub, they'd be like, oh, no, everyone yeah, has exactly, a Rolex. Exactly. Now now if you suggest it. Oh I can't like, get one of them. <laughs> oh I can't get it. I can't get one. It's like triple the price. Yeah. Well.
1: It's very true. It's very true.
2: Yeah. Completely changed. I mean that, I'm not saying that's a great thing, but it's quite Agreed. it just shows how important that 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 and obviously, you know, bringing back that heritage of the 6263 yeah, panda, yeah. which was which it's kind of like paying kind of homage to. Um the with the black black ceramic bezel and the white uh, the yeah. white face, um, yeah, you know, it's it, it, it's definitely an important watch of this. yep yeah, agreed, decade. agreed.
1: And the thing is, because we're all so smart, we're all going to probably have similar choices here. But oh, yeah, makes more interesting.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, all right,
1: Felix, what's okay. yours, my friend?
0: So I'm I'm gonna going, going a bit more recent than that. We're going to go back to 2019, and cool. on, in a similar vein to. Uh, how you were saying, Kyle that the Daytona, the, the you know the modern Daytona, Sonic bezel sort of reinvented Rolex as a steel sport. You know, as you were saying about what it did for them as a brand. I'm yeah, going to yeah. look at a brand who previously weren't really known for their watches at all, and now I think probably for the watch that this is part of the family of, they probably they're probably now one of the names in like you know high end uh, complicated wristwatches. So I'm mm. going to go for the. Um, Bulgari Octophinis oh, Chronograph GMT Automatic. <laughs> um, this this That's a great this watch. for me like I was going to say there that. is there is so much derivative design in steel sports watches. Yeah. it's all integrated bracelets, blue dials. It's all playing on the Genta design, but not completely copying it. And I feel like the Bulgari is just in a complete, like, design sphere of its own. It's not trying to be. You know, to copy anyone else, it's just, I, th- I think from a design point of view, it's just sensational. It's also the, it's the, it holds the world record for the thinnest automatic chronograph and GMT movement. I can't remember right. how thin it is, Um, but I just think it's, I think it's brilliant. But no one was talking about Bulgari, out, you know, at all really before the Octo came out. And I think it completely put them on the map. Um, and then this watch, you know, adding the chronograph and the GMT natural functions to add after you've released a time only. Um, I think it's just brilliant. Yeah. It's, you know, there's nothing, I mean, there's nothing much I can say about it, mainly because I only just decided it was going to be my first pick and <laughs> it's just such a hell of a watch. Um,
1: so, so yeah, here's a good the his, I was going to say that, but I was just going to say the standard Octo Finissimo. When did that come out though? Because I couldn't quite figure out what year that was.
0: What well, the normal one?
1: The fin, uh, yeah, the the, the fin- whatever, Finissima, Finissima.
0: I think twenty think- fourteen.
1: Yeah, okay, that's, that sounds right. Because the thing, it, I was going to say exactly the same as you. They they had these watches that, I guess, were ETA based movements, and it was all kind of standard, and everyone just saw them a bit like. Uh, yeah, they, they just weren't taken seriously as, as, as a horology, you know, timepiece. And then, as you said, as soon as... Because they used to have the octo, didn't they? The octo existed, but it was pretty ugly and pretty chunky. And then yeah. the finissimo, everyone's like, ha, oh, ha, oh, ha, oh, hang on a minute here. And then they had their own movements inside them. And suddenly, yeah, as you said, they went from being, you know, you, you run-of-the-mill um, fashion house doing watches really half-arsedly to clearly, you know, investing a lot of money into you know the to 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 make your own watches, the sheer amount of investment that's got to go into that in terms of paying, you know, the the to, to design the thing and then build the thing instead of just, you know, outsourcing all the movements and all the parts. It just shows that as a brand they actively made a decision to say, you know what, let's make let's make some proper watches here. Um in yeah. that's in that yeah, I think that's why the Finissimo is an excellent call. Good cool.
0: Thank you, thank you.
1: Ilka, anything, anything to us? Back to look. Oh yeah,
0: exactly. Anything to? Yeah,
2: no. It's 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 a, it's a it's really nice one. It's not. <clears throat> I think it's a great look. It's got it's got a very innovative shape. Uh, it's almost one of these shapes that kind of lead other brands copy, to yeah. copy it in a way. Yeah. So it's it's a kind of an innovative approach. Um, it's not something I would personally mm. wear, but I do appreciate oh, I love it. I think it's all. It's yeah. so few. Yeah, I would I wouldn't wear it, but I like it's so like futuristic it. though. Do
1: you know? What I mean, think? I like I like the like idea. It's like, all.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very it's too yeah. I I mean, that's, yeah, that's why I quite like it. You know,
1: it is. It's
2: like I mean, it, I can... yeah. Nah, it's it, it's a good
0: watch, but I just you know, just on my wrist, I don't think it would. Uh, well, suitors, well, you say that because the only yeah. criticism I've heard about it is because it's so thin, but the profile is so flat. The lugs really don't curve at all. Really, um. Apparently, a lot of people oh, yeah. say that it wears very big and yeah, very sort of square on the wrist. And a lot of people say that it just doesn't work because there's no mm-hmm. real taper to the lugs and it, it just yeah. Apparently, I, I, I can, can kind see of that. see that. I can kind of see that on those wrist yeah, shots
2: exactly. on the wrist shots that I, I see. Yeah, I can I can I know. I mean, I that would depend that. on the size of the bloke's
1: wrist, I imagine. Oh
2: yeah. If you had a if you had yeah. a big wrist, well, it would
1: wrap round. But said, if you had a small little wrist like and then it sort of hang All oh, right, It, right. it sort <laughs> of hang off of it.
0: <laughs> sure, mate. It's okay. Right, Ilkai. what's your, uh, <laughs> yeah. what's your number two? Uh, <laughs> Kel's
2: got me going. Uh, I've got, it's, it's I've actually, cause, you know, I'm sorry to break the structure, guys, but I actually want to talk about my two and three because they're very yeah, similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um it's pretty much the same watch in a way, and yeah, because it's the same house, so it's. I'll start with number two because Cal stole. Uh, yeah, yeah. My other number two, it's the it's it's the five three two seven perpetual calendar by Patek, and the reason I choose this that's new, obviously the flagship, right? It was the flagship uh, perpetual calendar. I forgot when it was released. I think 2015, 2016 around there. It replaced the five one forty. I never liked the five one forty, which was the flagship at uh you know earlier in the decade um the 5327 for me brings back the broguet numerals it's something that i've always admired because they also made the size 39 millimeters right so it sits it's like a much it's a much bigger perpetual calendar but not you know not 41 not 40 millimeters big and not 36 millimeters small so it's just it sits perfect in the middle um, a lot of people's criticism is that in the subdials, um, the, the the font and the writing is a bit too big and it looks a bit squished compared to the five one forty. Um, but I personally, you know, I think it's very legible in my in my opinion, and the Brogue numerals really brings that. I would personally prefer the yellow gold version of this, the the J five three two seven J. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just a phenomenal watch. I think that would be like a flagship watch in anyone's collection having this right now. Um, and it's still easily kind of accessible in a retail sense, and that kind of brings me to my uh number three, which is similar uh from 2016, which was the 5396, which is the annual calendar moon right. phase. And the re you know, again, a Patek with with Roget numerals. Um, you, as you guys can see, my taste <laughs> uh, where where in the Patek spectrum lies, very tasteful. Um, this watch this watch in a way brings back some fond memories for me of you know experiencing some being in some auction houses uh in the past where you've seen some of these perpetual calendars that are kind of in the same uh format um or annual calendars um to this kind of look so it pays a bit of homage to like you know the 60s 50s and uh it, for me, it's just it's 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 the, I don't, it's gonna sound crazy, but it's like the best entry level complicated patek in a way, like it's it's still affordable. In so, I'm I'm not saying it's cheap, but it's affordable in a way for complicated. It's about patek. the same yes. price as a the
1: Nautilus yeah. these days, in real terms.
2: I mean, it's 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 let let me tell you <laughs> how much this costs. This costs about co- it costs. Yards, about, yeah. yeah, something like that, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So. It's something like that. I mean, uh, what was what was the price? Is yeah. it, it was about thirty grand. Yeah, it's about three okay. thousand pounds.
1: Well, considering for yeah, a nautilus so you've got to pay pretty much that if you want to get one, unless you have some serious friends.
2: Well, you can't, you can you can't get that nautilus anymore for thirty grand. You have to pay fifty five grand now. That's that's, cool. that's for five, seven, eleven. So it's it's it, it, for me when you when you talk about. Like a Patek, I don't want to call travel. It's kind <laughs> of, it's kind of, it's, kinda,
1: it's, kinda, it's kinda, a bit it's piano boring. Me. Yeah. Gentry, like.
2: yeah. yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit, it's you know, yeah, a bit, a bit, a bit too like German, surgeon <laughs> kind of watch. Surgeon.
1: <laughs> Thing is, I'm not secure enough in myself to wear a watch that expensive but that quiet. You know what I mean? You need, yeah. so, you need something.
2: Yeah, because you see, I, I I don't I don't think it's good value. I don't think like like so. I'm just we're just talking about where on if you're gonna get a patek, where do you enter? I, I in my opinion, if you're entering patek and you want to take watch straight, just <laughs> calendar. One hundred and fifty grand, <laughs> baby. Yeah, fifteen, eighteen <laughs> yeah, exactly. <in> steel. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think this is the best. I mean, for, I mean, I'm not saying. You, you, the listeners really need to uh, get what I'm trying to hit hit t- on here. Uh, I'm not saying it's a cheap watch, but I'm saying it's the best watch to get a Patek yeah. for value.
0: Yeah, it's a relative yeah. cheap 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 is a relative yeah. term when you're talking about complicated Patek. But no, I think it's a watch. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a phenomenal. Yeah. those yeah. those two both yeah. are phenomenal. They're phenomenal watches, aren't they? I mean, yeah,
2: and they both came out in the past ten years, and I don't think. You know you know when you see a design of you know whether it 's a car, if it 's some architecture you see or if it's some, or if it 's a, a watch, um, and it just kind of sticks with you, no matter how brands or companies improve claim they 've improved the design or come up with new things. just in my head these these two designs feel like they 'll stick, even if Patrick yeah. replaces them. I feel like these designs are going to stick in some way. Um, and yeah, I mean for me they, they're very special. Especially. I mean one
1: one where I agree with you is the uh I sort of said in my monstrous century of what's design article that you can see the direct the thesis. The thesis. You can see the direct yeah. lineage, especially with the perpetual calendars and the annual calendars. You can see the direct lineage of where they've got to at this point. Like they haven't just randomly changed wow. the design completely. Like Yeah. yeah I mean you together. see a lot of brands these days. I guess what's the word, maybe thoughtlessness, maybe? It sounds a bit harsh. It's just the idea that suddenly they'll completely yeah. redesign a watch. They know like the IWC in general, that used to be basically an AP Royal Oak knockoff, and it was Gerald Genta, and everyone loved yeah. it, it was cool. And then suddenly they just, what, what two, three years ago, they just suddenly made it circular, and it's like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, that was a
1: bad one. You know, it's by just I random, there didn't seem to be much thought in it whereas every single classic for pretty much the you know recent memory of wristwatches every single step they've made has been very calculated in the sense that it's consistent with the previous design so there's no and i think
2: yeah it's i mean it's, it's a family-owned yeah, company yeah. you need yeah. to remember that i mean that's the it's when, when these watches aren't yeah. big corporate right when they don't go super big corporate where you're trying to you know, do an ROI and increase sales to a level where yeah. it's crazy. I mean, Patek can't match match their production to this amount of uh, demand there is for like the, yeah. the Aquanaut and the Nautilus. But I mean, I mean, they've they've always stayed true to their original heritage, and I think that's because of the, I mean, the the family. You know, that 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 still has control. It's of it's very important.
1: Yeah, um, you're not pleasing anyone apart from your yeah. people. You know exactly, I mean? you know, shareholders. Yeah, yeah. The thing, when you look at people like fucking Hublot and Tag and all that, because they're owned by this big fashion conglomerate, they have all these different voices. So you imagine what the shareholder meetings at Tag must be like. Jesus Christ, you'd have people from Louis Vuitton saying they want... All just throwing (laughs) shoes at each other
2: and like saying... (laughs) Exactly
1: <laughs> just, just imagine how it was, or, oh.
2: or like You know French baguettes Yeah Just, just suitcases At each, each other like saying No Oh no, we make the watches no. bigger. Johann Johan Blake needs Addition <laughs> <laughs> Johan Blake needs yeah, Addition yeah, exactly. here as well
1: And that's the problem like, But he said With <laughs> With these uh, With like to pass it So if you've got Three really boring Swiss blokes Sat around a table Being really boring Saying Let's keep it all Consistent we know what we're doing we know what's respectful to our heritage yeah. let's do nothing exciting and make it perfect and
2: yeah. right. yeah.
1: you know i mean yeah yeah
2: they, 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 i mean that's 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 that is a pathetic board meeting then they go have some just, cheese just imagine how boring this conversation jesus <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> it's just it's a, hello so what do we do today <laughs>
0: I think we do absolutely nothing. <laughs> we
2: just use the, la- the design from nineteen. Absolutely nothing. We just use the design from 1952. Every
1: every life. single meeting, some poor intern runs through and goes, oh my god, there's not enough nautilus. there's not enough... They just, they're like, mm, how do we make the annual calendar more boring? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's a good watch banter that is. Yeah,
2: you know because you know, I because I, I think I think at Patrick they still use the dial up connection. So they, they haven't heard about the whole <laughs> so they haven't heard about the whole most of None time of them have yet. got Instagram, so, so how that... would they know? How would they know? Oh God, that's funny. Um...
1: <laughs> I mean, we're never in a million years gonna get a, gonna get a deal with Patek, anyway. Well, so well, not, we might as well burn not, not.
0: I mean, <laughs> not now <laughs> <we're> not.
1: Burn <laughs> our bridges, we might. You exactly. know, might as well. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, it's funny.
0: Anyway, okay. Well, so uh, that's yeah. that's two Very cracking crappy. final choices from from you, Ilkai. Yeah. So that's just Cal. It's just it's a it's a two horse race. What yeah, you? Truth. What's next on your list? You better not stole a mine. Yeah.
1: I mean. Well, no, so I said the, the Finissimo was my second choice. Um, yeah, so for all, all the all the points sort of you made, but just the Finissimo in general, um, again, being a, a what's that sort of projected um, projected a brand into into a new sort of stratosphere. Um, I think along the same vein, this wouldn't be my next choice, but along the same veins is you've got to consider what the Black Bay has done for Tudor. Yeah. So whatever your... Oh, yeah opinions of Tudor were before the Black Bay came about. Again, once the Black Bay happened, Tudor's popularity just... it, it was oh, Yeah, yeah completely, changed. completely changed. And I know they right? already had a lot of great... Like the Monte Carlo yeah. and the Fast Riders were out before the Black Bays. I remember when we were in 6-4 Milk the Black, when the Black Bay came, came, came out. That was when it
2: was. I, I, you... you, you... You're gonna, you're gonna,
1: you're you a fake story or something <laughs> not, I said. And I was just saying, it's. Like, <laughs> but I, rem- I, remember exactly when it came out because remember we had that really weird app that used to give you all the updates in the watch world. Do you remember me seeing that? I remember it came yeah, out yeah. on there, and I at that time and yeah, you know, still, still today, I, I remember seeing it and be like that's so cool, In
2: Yeah, but you remember the other two designs? Yeah, hideous, so hideous. Ugly, hideous. Like before that, oh, hideous. It's like it was just like this weird. Yeah, we're just weird brand making these weird steel watches that have no aesthetic appeal. It's like the watches you give as gifts <laughs> to people you don't like.
1: But they they had the Monte Carlo though, didn't they? Yeah. That was out, and the Fast Riders were out. I'm pretty sure yeah.
2: before the. Uh, what year was that? Nah, Fast Riders came out 2013. They did the Ducati partnership in 2011. And yeah, the Fast Radies Yeah, I, I think that was before the Black Bay. I think the... so that was that was we were we were in uh, we just started year thirteen. When the fast rider, I,
1: I reckon it's pretty I, close. Then I reckon they're pretty close. But the Monte Carlo the was out 2012. Out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay, fine. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, I, I also I also think the Black Bay came out before the Fast Rider because the Black Bay That's was the I mean, one that did. kind of changed the whole trajectory. Yeah, it changed the whole trajectory. Suddenly, uh, obviously they had an
1: awesome heritage with all the uh, the Salt and the Monte Carlo history. But then, yeah, they just disappeared for like 20 years, and then as soon as the Black Bay came out.
2: I don't know why they don't do like uh, introduce that the like the actual submariner, not the black bay, like actual submariner, and then yeah. mate that would that would shake the brand.
1: It would, but then some would many people would start buying submariners. I guess that's probably what their thought is there. Eh?
2: But the, but that would create good balance because Rolex, owns yeah, yeah, that yeah. I mean Rolex is another scam that will never sponsor <laughs> us. I mean they're charity. They're just a charity. Yeah, they yeah. <laughs> so they're, do, they're doing yeah. they're doing all this. And they're like, and they're like, like restricted Yeah, in yeah, a way. Definitely. That's yeah. something
1: they're doing. I mean, the, the, the speed of which the GM, the new GMTs, the new sobs, the new Starbucks and what the fuck the rest of them are called. The speed of which they're coming to the market is again, as you said, it's like they're being ordered on yeah, dialogue
0: yeah. computers. Genuinely, yeah, so yeah. I think they're being ordered by carrier pigeon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly, owl going to Hogwarts, you know, but but you know the problem, the pro- 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 problem with Ro- not okay, I'm not going to continue saying problems <laughs> with Rolex, but, but what Rolex has become is it's it's become very, I don't know if you guys know the term, well, like high feast in a way. It's like very like you know like very supreme Yeezy style, like very high piece. It's almost becoming like so Rolex literally do, does one drop where it changes like from really? an oyster bracelet yeah. to a jubilee brace yeah. and then people yeah. just lose their minds
0: i'm like 21 uh, will be the i mean, mean if they sold
2: 21
0: will be the year we see a rolex supreme collaboration
1: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah
0: well they did
2: a yeah. jacob and co supreme collaboration That will give my number four
1: <laughs> if you guys allowed me but yeah so i, I said go so the finissimo was it's stolen from me by phoenix um the Tudor, just is another sort of what's that... Uh, the black base is another what sort of goes along with that idea. But I think probably, I think... one well, of the third... I mean, it's, it's a bloody hard question, isn't it? But um, I think the... Um, the from constantine overseas... Again, I'm not sure what year this actually was within this decade, but it was this decade, wasn't it? When that came out, that... It was, it was as if... You know, you had the trilogy in the in terms of AP Patek in Vacheron.
0: Can I can I, can I just clarify didn't... something? Because the actual sorry to interrupt, but the actual overseas came out in 1996. Mm. The first generation. So are you talking about the most recent? Yeah, it, it
1: disappeared for years after that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The re the, the reintroduction, yeah, because that
0: it did reinvent the.
2: It yeah. kind of brought the brand yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. Version. Again, agreed. It,
1: this yeah. Vacheron
2: was... Because I literally didn't know about any other yeah. any other Vacheron until yeah. this
1: time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had yeah. some famous dress watches from back of the day, but it was just it, it was just the fact that AP Empathic completely uh, monopolised that super high-end steel sports watch area. And then Vacheron were like, you know what, fuck it, we're going to give you another go. Um, and then they did their own one and it was, you know... I, I think that's a hell of a watch. When you see it in the flesh, especially oh, yeah. the time-only ones, you, you wear it in like the brace. Like the brace oh, is yeah. so cool. Why do people not talk about that brace more? It's like it's like start. Well, it is. It's the logo, isn't it? But I, I think it's just such a cool watch, and it's so, it's so independent from the AP Royal Oak and the Nautilus. Like you know, it's a different watch. It's not just, you know, don't, don't get me wrong, I love the GP Loretto and the. I hate the Pigeon one, whatever they want. They're all they're all so they're too close to the AP and the Nautilus in the respective rights. They're like they're too close to it. Whereas the Vacheron, they were like, okay, it needs to be an integrated steel bracelet, needs to be pretty thin, it needs to have, you know, an open back um, so you can see the movement, even though it's a sports watch. So that doesn't make any sense. They had all these things that they needed to do to make it compete. However, they just went. Really cool bracelet, really cool, crazy dial colors that were really thick. And I mean, that blue one, you can literally swim yeah. in the dial. Like, you can take a head first dive in that and swim in it. And I think they absolutely nailed it with that. And just maybe in their way, they kind of added more fire to the flame on the, the hype for super luxury steel sports watches. But I, don't, I just think, I think that was a, a hell of a risk from a brand that was exceptionally dressy, exceptionally old school exceptionally formal, it was a big risk for them to go into that and I think they nailed it because I, I, I'm i not sure A. Langerzone have nailed it in the same way Vashel nailed it, basically. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: With the Odyssey. Exactly.
2: Yeah. It does. Good choice. Couldn't agree more. Oh, Great yeah. choice. Also, another point about the bracelet, that bracelet's like, um, it's like the, I'm sorry to make this comparison, <laughs> but it's like the Hublot Unico. You can click it on and and it's like, like I, 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 yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. It's like, yeah it's, you, can just, like, you can just like i think it the unicode i think that's a
1: cool idea though i remember seeing it in the flesh and then actually seeing it happen i was like that's
0: yeah it. It, it is a cool it is a cool idea yeah it's a yeah. it's a marketing ploy but it's cool what
1: right? what are you three it's, how, it's how is still kind of third of from you my Maybe. friend. so
0: and, and I, I to be honest i'm quite surprised two, three, two, that three, two, no seven. one has mentioned he's, he's three, gonna three, say yeah, system so, 51 um, yeah. for my second choice we're gonna we're gonna go over to japan and we're gonna and we're gonna talk we're, um, we're gonna talk about oh oh, oh.
2: Uh, oh. Um, oh.
0: and we're gonna talk <laughs> um, we're well, about oh, oh, no. that out, bloody hell um and we're gonna talk about we're, we're gonna talk about a Grand Seiko <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to re- we're gonna have to restart this recording
2: cancelled
0: and, and yeah gonna talk about the the Grand Seiko SBGA two one one otherwise known as the Snowflake like we all. I I don't even really know where to start. We all know the story of Grand Seiko and how it used to be held in the regard of, oh, why would you spend five grand on just a Seiko and all of that, and then they spit away and form their own brand. And I think they've gone from being a brand that everyone sort of poo-pooed and didn't really have the time for to being one of the most technically innovative and cool brands that we have today. Like the Snowflake, I don't even really know where to start. I mean spring drive you know Cal and I went to a Grand Seiko event a couple years ago and got a bit of a rundown on the spring drive and people will poo-poo it and say oh yeah but it's quartz and it's also you know an automatic movement together you know why would you want that it's one of the most technically impressive and accurate movements ever like the but until you see the second hand of a spring drive in the flesh and just like the buttery smoothness it's just unbelievable um and to be honest, the watch is just gorgeous. I'd yeah. like Those lovely, Dauphine hands, power reserve on the dial. I think I think it really is like if if yeah. you have. I let me just. I can't remember how much one goes for at the moment. Um, Five thousand eight hundred oh, wow. US. So you think about it, you're looking at that compared to what an Explorer One or. Yeah, or like an OP. I can't fit you're speedy, yeah. I can't Speedies. I I think this you would be very hard pushed to not And know it's yeah. like, it's you know, maybe as your first watch it's a bit left field, but I just think I love Grand Seiko and I think we all have a, a deep appreciation for them as a brand. And this watch it's it's it, you know, it's amazing. It's it's done them so ma it's it's done them wonders, isn't it? It's amazing, isn't it? It's so crisp and white and, yeah. the dial is ugh. incredible. Yeah, that dial.
2: Yeah. It's a special white. It's not just like, you know, it's not just like a standard white. It's like this. It's it's very, it's It's funny. Funny, funny, it's
1: snowflake. But the thing thing is what, I'd reiterate your Uh, point, Felix, is that they, the whole thing Grand Seiko have done is they've completely thought outside the box of pretty much everything. So in terms of their dials, they're like, okay, how can we make a really cool dial? That snowflake, I am not I'm not going to say that I know how it's made, but there's some really weird stuff they do to make it get that snowflake like they're yeah, mixing they need crystals like and something, time. don't they? And it's that's how you get the depth of it. But there's some weird, so again, they went way outside the box. They thought, right, how can we do something completely different to get something completely different? And then it's exactly the same in the spring drive. So everyone you know, up until this point, we're trying to make um mechanical movements as accurate as possible as Accurate so that I could compete with Quartz in terms of the accuracy level. Grand Seeker like, fuck it, let's just put the two together and make some mega movement that appeases both the mechanical snobs and wanting to see the sweeping hand and also benefits from all the, all the benefits that you get from um, natural Quartz movements. So they really thought outside yeah, of the box really- and got an outstanding result. And in, uh, in that's not something that you see in the watch world. Everyone seems to sort of copy each other without really talking about it. But they were the sort of lone wolves out in the in the Far East where all the snobs in Switzerland were doing that thing. They were like, OK, let's let's go completely outside the box. And you know, people forget that the, the Grand Seaco back in the day were yeah, producing exactly. some of the most accurate movements in the world, way before anyone even knew who they were. So... I mean, look at those old King Seiko's and the old Grand Cicos. They're The level of sophistication in those watches is ex- exactly on par with the Swiss movements uh, and the Swiss watches, sorry. But then, you know, they're still so much cheaper and, and it's just, yeah. I mean, that, that became more of a spiel about Grand Seiko as a brand. But
0: I agree, Felix, yeah, you I, get a um, thumbs up. I've just been having a look through an article from a... Uh a watch reviewers and watch media company that we don't need to reiterate the name of Schminin and Um, and just looking at the photos, it's just like, it, it's, it's such a simple watch, but it's just, it's it's just gorgeous. I, I don't even care that it's 41. I, it's just, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's brilliant. I think it's really brilliant. Um,
1: it's also made of titanium, yeah, which people yeah, forget.
0: again for people is going to be a bit of a. I, I feel like titanium is a very divisive material because a lot of people, about half of fifty percent of people, love it because it's so light and it's so it's such a sort of alternative material, and no one would know that you've got a yeah. titanium watch on. And then the other half of people go, yeah, but it's titanium. I put it on yeah. and it feels like I'm not even wearing a watch and. Yeah, and I, I'm yet really to decide it like what side plastic, of that line I yeah. fall on. But um, yeah, I, I just think it's another grand sacred dimension to it, isn't it, that they made it in titanium? I just think it's,
1: yeah. It is. It feels, yeah, agreed. It, it, it feels weird on the wrist, but that's only because I'm used to wearing solid steel watches. When you actually think about it from a practicality point of view, surely a really light watch that is still got all the benefits of the steel watch i.e. you know it's it's much more hard wearing and it has a more sporty look to it surely the fact that if you could get that coupled with um, coupled with the lightness yeah then yeah, so that, that makes is. perfect yeah, sense for a sports watch. I,
0: uh, I I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more um, oh okay. blind me it's me again isn't it um Come on, uh... fix. Come on. Um, talk 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 amongst yourselves because i haven't actually picked a third one. Yet, <laughs> so uh, come back, come back to me.
2: So with with the Grand Seiko's, there's uh, there's the GMT peacock. peacock.
0: Yeah, Have you guys think, seen that?
2: Yeah, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, it's like a green, oh, yeah, yeah, a green yeah, yeah. dial. It's a GMT version. It's a quartz. It's a quartz. It's a quartz one I just, though. I wish
1: they did left. I really like it.
2: I, I, I like. I, I get it. They invented it. They've got to stick to their guns, but. I th- they, they've got the and they've got this high beat. Uh, yeah. red dial version as well. Yeah, uh, that's automatic. That's, awesome. that's mechanical. Um, that and it says really cool the, red dial. I the, think it's the, pretty awesome. <clears throat> my my only issue with 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 Grand Seiko's is oh, just, a, just 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 a, just a bracelet. So just I don't know what about it's it's I don't know. I, just, I like the watch.
1: It's interesting because all the cheaper brakes. seekers have exactly the same problem. So like the Turtles um, and the other ones, like, they, like on paper, the, the movement, the way the watch looks, the way the actual, the, the way the actual body of the watch yeah. is, but then the, the bracelets were always the weak link. I mean, the Sarb's the sobs not too bad, to be honest, but still the bracelet was nowhere near the same quality as the rest of the watch. You know, I mean, like it, it was, it was still pretty rattly, and it was still. I mean, some people absolutely hate it. I didn't, I didn't hate it, but it was, it was not on par. So, you kind of wonder if Grand Seiko and Seiko, their flaw is they put so much time and effort into getting, uh, getting the, getting that sort of design, the watch right, the movement right. The, the, the intrinsic detail that they have on all their dials is, you know, like if somebody sees some of these, you, you're putting it in the category of, you know, the JLCs in, in the Vacherons and the Pateks like that, the the depth of some of those dials when they see them in person, in the the amount of work that goes into them, they're at that level. But then you just wonder if they just... They go, ah, right, so we spent all the money developing the watch and now we've got to do the bracelet. Mm, let's yeah, let's yeah. just do something a little bit subpar. I can imagine if they nailed the bracelet yeah, as well. Yeah, I mean,
0: if, if that was the case, I think Grant would would be... I already think that for... The for comparable money, you can't like, there There are no Swiss brands in the same price category that are as good as Grand Seiko for me, but you're right, the bracelet, if they could just sort out the bracelet, they would be, you know, it would take them to a completely different level.
1: Yeah, because the thing is, with with Amigas and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, well-established Swiss brand, let's say that's pretty much the same category as a is a grand Seiko. The watches, they have it, that sort of four or five grand mark. They haven't got the crazy level of, um, what's the word? You don't have any of these Amigas with these crazy movements that are completely invented by Amiga in a completely outside the box. You don't have these Amigas that have these crazy dials in, in colors that don't really make sense when you first see them. And then, you know, they've got their own level of Grant polishing, Grand Seeker, don't they? Oh, what's, what's it called? For it? Yeah, so they've got their own... Like, you don't have a Amiga polishing. You don't have... And yeah, so, so I, agree, or, um, I agree with you for sure. Oh, yeah, but you've yeah, got to be a nerd to appreciate it. Which I listen. think is
0: also part of the reason why they're so brilliant, because there are very few, you know, people who aren't heavily into watchers who appreciate them. And I think if you see one out in the wild on someone's wrist, you know that the chances are they are probably like that, they are probably quite a serious watch guy, you know, it's, a, it's sort of, a, it's, oh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, you know, like when um, if you're driving around uh, the countryside in a Land Rover defender and someone else drives past the defender and you acknowledge each other, it's just a thing. I don't really know how it started. It's a bit like that, you know, it's sort of like, a, Oh, you know about Grand Seiko as well, you know, it's sort <laughs> of a, like an exclusive club sort of thing. Yeah. Very cool. Um, I think Agreed. I think I have. I just need to make sure it and came out in it, the last ten now, years. This, see, this is what happens when I think we're doing one episode and you two think we're doing another. We go on the fly and it's all good. But let me just check that this watch did come out <laughs> in the past ten years. Because if it did, and you two are going to kick yourselves for <laughs> wow. not having chosen it, come on!
2: Oh mm. god, no, nice. they're,
0: uh, they're being have well, I was gonna, gonna go, go, go. I had forgotten it had come out so long ago. so yeah. no, but still saying. No, but it came out in 1999.
1: So uh, there we go. Yeah, yeah I mean, oh, yeah, most, I was going possible. to talk about Langer in this, but yeah. they, yeah, they. I'm not sure what they've specifically I think done I think in, I think in the last ten is, years super different, but the the actual really, one themselves you know, and all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, Beatles,
0: it's, it's it's probably my favourite of the derivative family of integrated steel sports watches. It's probably my favourite, but it's not, it's not, yeah, it's nothing, mm, interesting. Uh, it's nothing to write home about, is it? Um, That's very interesting. Bollocks.
1: I, I do actually really like it. I just haven't yeah, seen yeah. it in the flesh and therefore don't want to make a call on it. Have you, any Ilka, have you seen it in the flesh? Nah. Are you, you, what what do you think about?
2: (laughs) Sorry, I wasn't listening. (laughs) I knew you wasn't
1: listening. (laughs) The the Odyssey, the A-Langer Odyssey. I've
2: got my... uh... Nah, I've never seen it. I don't even know what it looks like, to be honest, so... (laughs) Are you not on A-Langer person? Not a clue, mate no i'm, I'm not uh, no i am but it's, it's uh let me just, let me just, bird, just I let, think. let me just remind myself mate i don't remember the odyssey oh yeah of course of course of course yeah it's of course it's, this, is, this is this is the lange odysseus <laughs> yeah of course yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> all right You listen oh, your look. go on what on this? the yeah, we, i'm
0: so curious about your take on this one. Oh my god Good one because i found my third one, and it is a watch that I've actually... Well, Cal and I have got to spend a bit of time... Well, no, I I was the only one who got to spend time, but sorry. It's um, it's one from Zenith, but it's not just a normal Zenith. It's the Zenith and Bamford and Black Badger, El Primero Superconductor. And the reason I've picked this is because I feel like it's quite difficult at the moment to do something... Well, I mean, it's clearly difficult at the moment to do something revolutionary, that everyone is changing their yeah. case size by one millimeter or doing a new dark color. I'm talking about Rolex. Um, and nothing really, <laughs> I don't think personally, anything particularly cool is going on at the moment. But when this watch came out, just e- even, if even if you mm-hmm. take away from the fact that they just took a normal El Primero and made it look different, Okay that in itself doesn't sound overly exciting but when you realize the the fact that they took a block of of superconductor from a particle accelerator and milled el primero cases out of it to make a watch mm. I, for me I think it, that's mm. it's that's just like that's what people need to be doing in the watch industry nowadays people need people shouldn't be sitting on their you know, sitting on their hands and leaving cool customizers like Bamford to do revolutionary stuff, like the watch itself. Don't get me wrong. It's nothing special outside of the fact that the El Primero was yeah. one of the most influential chronograph movements ever made. Really, um, I think yeah, just the fact that they took something so iconic and. The sort of design where, and I know that there are are lots of models of El Primero's that have come out over the years, but the El Primero is sort of a bit of a if it ain't broke, don't fix it sort of watch. It's great. It will always be great. You don't, they don't really need to touch it at all and people will still love it just as much as they do. Don't get me wrong, it doesn't get as much recognition as a Speedy or a Daytona or, you know, a whole host of other famous chronographs, but it's mm. still brilliant,, <clears throat> but the fact that I'm glad you're able to do something to it that didn't change it immeasurably but made it so much cooler, I think it's just, it's just, it's just cool. And, and looking down at your wrist and yeah. knowing that you've got a watch made out of a piece of superconductor from a particle accelerator it's not gimmick i don't i don't I don't know what you guys think. I don't think it's gimmicky, I just think it's cool. it's the right side of that line of cool or just gimmicky for the sake of it.
1: It was one of the craziest watches I've ever had on my wrist for sure. Yeah. In terms of the the materials and that, also yeah. the way those materials looked yeah, yeah, when you saw it, it it looked like it was made of alien material. It was very strange. In a good way.
2: Yeah. That that I mean that's, yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. perfect uh, kind of boundary between gimmicky yeah. and it, it super innovative. Cuz you can you, yeah. you can get you, you can get gimmicky with these watches. Like a lot of brands have become gimmicky. Um, and that's, that's uh that's a line you'd really don't want to cross. I think. And uh, what, what, yeah. I mean, that watch is different. It's if we, uh, gimmicky, just if to ask.
1: segue on, so i Zenith, I reckon could be at risk of going into obscurity again, because like they haven't done anything notable in a while again. And, yeah, and it's since so al Alpina. Yeah, yeah. It's like they I they mean, nailed it, it then yeah, in yeah. what, the seventies or whenever that movement was made. Seventies, eighties. And uh, and they haven't done. I mean, they so they re. So when old JCB got involved, what's he actually done? He brought back the Defy from that yeah. terrible Good. piece of crap it was in the nineties. Remember the Defies, and then the new ones. He's basically made them so innovative that they're almost. Unmarkable. Unmarketable. So you know the um, the super yeah. The one with like the dial shivers because yeah, it's um, the movement in the background. Well, that was so much, much high level.
0: With it that that's, I, still I don't get it. Correct it's, me if I'm wrong. There's cool, one but... example of that model, that one that beats at like how yeah, the one you were talking about. There's one that they, they promised to people that they would release. Yeah. People went on wait lists for it. And then they had so many problems actually making it and getting it to work without case like breaking or imploding that they haven't actually been able to release the watch.
1: Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So, I mean, Zenith are just, they're just having constant problems. And I just wonder if this scary new world that we're about to enter into, wonder done, I wonder if Zenith might be one of the guys that falls yeah. under,
0: especially be, the it's fact, pretty fact groundbreaking, that not right. right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. The, the fact that, yeah, because otherwise LVMH would be like, okay, we're just going to yeah. absorb you into Hugo. You know, the only thing I can think
0: on. of, and Cal and I tried this on in Watches of Switzerland, I don't know, year or two ago. <laughs> the only thing they've done that I really liked, but again, it's nothing technically impressive because it's an Elmero. Is the Chronomaster revival?
1: I know what you're is, say. It's
0: a very cool. Um, watch and it's amazing on wrist. But again, all they've done is they've taken an old design they had in the '70s, waxed an El Primero in it. And admittedly, they've done it in some cool colours. Like they did an all black um, one, I think was the Shadow or something. And they've done a cool one with a like a um, a red and white alternating second hand. And they've done some cool colour combinations. But again, you sit there and you go, yeah. <laughs> it's just average. They're not doing anything. They're not. Not only are they not doing. Yeah, anything,
1: it's very. Yeah.
0: They're they're just not really doing anything. Like I'm scrolling through Hadinki here, and this is all of the articles on Zenith in the past two years, and apart outside of the two watches that I spoke about, the only articles that include Zenith are ones either where Hadinki have listed a vintage one in their shop, so it's come up. Or they're talking about, like remembering a, a line from Zenith that they've discontinued, like they aren't releasing anything new
1: at all. Nah, yeah. But what about
0: the so 80s? I know the one you mean, and that's that's a revival model, isn't it? <laughs> that's the airplane, Carol.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, that, yeah, that was the one where the yeah. It was the cool square case version yeah, of the El Primero. And we tried 4. it on, and it was really. Yeah, is that one yeah, yeah, you're talking 4. about? Sorry. Like, like, sorry. Yeah, A384. Like, like, it's a cool watch. a But again, it's an El
0: Primero <laughs> with different trousers on. Like, it's not. That's a good analogy. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you entirely. They're just milking... They've built the El Primero dry, and they need to do something pretty drastically different to stay yeah. current for
1: definitely so, yeah amiga were at least doing things alongside the speedmaster that were cool yeah like, that's like they milked the speedmaster as much as alpamiro as uh, they milked the alpamiro don't get me wrong but they uh they need to do someone else on the side and things jcb is a very smart man so you know at him at the helm, you would think there's something in the pipeline, but yes. I don't. I, I just think they might get absorbed in the Hublot. If if the company starts taking well, a hit, I well, think they'll well, just absorb Well, the other one, Hublot I is think is quite a good chapter because
0: I I, it, I know so. what you mean about they are, Hublot and Zenith are broadly similar, but I think Zenith are closer, but definitely in the shadows of Mont Blanc. So I wonder whether that could be a sensible amalgamation to sort of Somehow combine the two because Montblanc are smashing it, and so ever since they bought Minerva, when was that? A couple of years ago. I think Montblanc have gone to a different level, Minerva, than yeah, I think
1: yeah. there's
0: they they really very similar styles of watches. Agreed. Where I feel like Hublot, not even yeah. if you take away the reputation that Hublot have, which is as we all know a bit questionable. I think they're a bit too modern and sort of. Trying to be a bit of a futuristic horology aesthetic. But yeah, I, th- I think Zenith are in quite a lot of trouble if they don't do something.
1: But well, Mont-, Mont-, Mont Blanc's I mean, not LVMH, is it? I, mean, I-, I thought it was someone else. No, it's. I, I thought it was Richmond or.
2: No, it's. It's Mo- Mom. I thought. Well, I it- think it- Richmond, that was Richmond. Re- yeah. yeah. That was the reason I was saying I Cuba. It's yeah. it's C, it's Richemont. Yeah, it's Richemont. Yeah, it is. And and the nice thing about Mont Blanc, I mean, the whole yeah, the agreed. whole perception of the brand is kind of changing oh, yeah. from Maybe. Maybe. being a luxury goods, a pen maker yeah. to a uh, watch watch manufacturer. Yeah. So that's that's really great for the for the for the brand. Yeah, agreed. Uh, going forward, um, in terms of Zenith Zenith being dissolved, yeah. I mean, basically, I also believe they're on the clock. They need to come up with something ASAP, or it's not gonna it's not gonna really work out. Um, I think the sales yeah. must no. be not much. I don't see a, a big, I don't see a big uh, God, boutique, I boutique th- presence.
1: I can't think of when I've ever seen, seen it, seen it a in big a big show. I mean, I've seen
2: Watson Switzerland.
1: Yeah, seven, no, seven, I, 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 I think we're seeing
2: as
0: don't think I've ever seen the standalone.
1: What about in Hong Kong? Was there anything?
0: Yeah.
2: No, Mont Blanc has a lot of retail. Insane amount. Mont
1: Blanc definitely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even John Lewis has said Mont Blanc. I think we've all, think we've a all done right, our three. Fine. And there's we one interesting... We
0: don't have to get into a lot of detail about it, but there's one... Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what you guys think about what do we think is going to be the trend... Or a well, either a, a new trend for this year, twenty twenty one, or a watch that we think a brand is going to release or should release. What do we? What do you guys want to see from this year in watches, basically?
1: Uh, Rolex selling the coronavirus vaccine on my waitlist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Just imagine
2: yeah you have to yeah, wait you have to yeah, 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 date these before you, you have can have it. buy so the Same, you yeah. have to buy a calendar well
0: on a similar vein to that yeah. <laughs> on a, on a <laughs> to that I think so I'm wishing, oh. uh, goodness, I, I've <laughs> sort of had this in That's my head funny. before but I was watching a video from my friend Adrian over at Bark and Jack about the Rolex Explorer 2 because the Rolex Explorer 2 is up it's it's 50th anniversary this year and if we look back at previous Rolex models, there was a fiftieth anniversary mm. Daytona, ex- well, not Explorer One somehow, oh. Submariner. Um, you know, they, they, they Rolex do fiftieth anniversary releases, didn't, haven't they? They did the Day Date with the Platinum One, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think this year we're going to see yep. an updated um, Explorer Two with the new which, and I don't think we've had this yet, the new GMT movement from Rolex built off the new time-only movement that they put in the new Submariners. So I think we'll see some sort of new, maybe ceramic bezeled or I don't know, Explorer two, I reckon.
1: I'm very keen. Yeah. I didn't know this. I didn't know this.
2: That'll be... I'm very keen to see yeah, this. I didn't because know that either.
1: I think the as as you as you all know the old one was one of my favorite watches until my flatmate bought one. Um and then I think they absolutely butchered the new one just huh. man, it's if got it all wrong and if they yeah if they do some vintage inspired oof oof that would be very nice. Cool. <laughs> yeah. well yeah, it would be nice
2: to
1: look at pictures of it exactly. we'll never get our hands on it. It'd be nice watch. to read about
2: it. <laughs> as soon as you say anniversary if you see anniversary not, yeah. and Rolex in the same sentence, then it's, no, you no. basically know you, it's you not shall
1: for you. not, you in shall not be seeing problem. it. Correct, yeah. yeah.
2: You shall not be seeing it. You shall not be owning it. You just enjoy. <laughs> you enjoy wouldn't, like,
1: a lot of these things I haven't even but seen man. them in the flesh because I don't even know where to go. Like, when Amiga release something new, you could just go to a boutique yeah, and yeah, see it. Mean, you know. Rolex release something new. Where do you go and see it?
2: There's, there was one watch that I oh, haven't no. seen in the but... flesh yet that I've been wanting to see. Oh, the yeah. jubilee. It's, it's the new Batman. I didn't see it. Yeah, the, I, actually, I've actually seen the Pepsi, but I've no. not seen, the, I've seen the Batman. The new Batman. Do you remember we yeah, were
1: in on the Jubilee? Bon so. Street and we found somewhere where they had uh, the new Pepsi, well, at the time, the new Pepsi in the window. And do you remember, we we'd talked our way to trying on I think a six two six four or something, you know, something insanely rare.
2: Oh yeah, we went to look at a Pepsi. We went, we went, we went to look at a Pepsi, and then the bloke started bringing <laughs> yeah. out like six, like a Paul Newman. But it's just, it just we th- like, do you remember right, man, he wouldn't man, let us touch down. the
1: GMT? <laughs> do you remember, like he, he would the, the the Pepsi? He, he wouldn't let oh, us put GMT. it on our yeah. wrists. But then he all, but in the same time he left us trying to six two six four, and it's like. How? Where? How, how?
2: And he stopped. Like he stopped. He stopped. He even stopped looking at us. Like he was, gonna, <laughs> just, he was like <laughs> going to go about his day. Exactly. Like, 60, 60 with us. Exactly. <laughs> so weird. Your your Rolex
1: is so weird. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think yeah, we we we've gone off topic and we're just talking about yeah, what's I randomly now. So
2: yeah, but, but I mean, in, in uh, what what's what's yeah, that yeah, place yeah. in London called? Uh, Burlington Arcade uh that i mean they they've got some great i mean well, like, i think it's, it's just there, the exorbitant rents it'll still be there. Amazing, amazing stuff oh, there. It what what's going on what have uh, yeah it hasn't they it turned into a burger thing
1: it hasn't been open they're since March King. last year so <laughs> exactly. so you know everything's a bit in trouble but anyway that's a different oh, conversation yeah. for a different
0: podcast <laughs>
2: We should, we should we should we should do We should we oh, should yeah, talk no, about Yeah, I think, right, uh, I think that's a I think that's very
0: uh, yeah, that's um, uh, well with oh all of the fairs shutting down street. and stuff, that's definitely oh, one, episode. A, a, an episode that we can record because I think that yeah, that'd be yeah. really interesting. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we'll probably wrap it yeah. up there. Um, well Agreed. thank you everyone for for listening and uh, sticking with us. I know yeah. that we do say a lot that we we do end up apologising for being a bit sporadic with content a lot but this is actually this year is going to be a year of regular podcasts regular articles some hopefully some exciting new stuff happening maybe some youtube we've got stuff going and we are all up for it and keen and we're gonna smash it out of the park so we will be uh well coming to you again next weekend with another podcast on something or other um so yeah stick with us and thank you for listening um and thank you to you two for Talking about watches for eighty-eight minutes. I think that was a good, good one to blow the cobwebs away. Um, and good choices nice, for watch of the nice decade. Eight.
1: Excellent.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for our listeners, we've got uh, a new, a new uh, website design for everyone's information. So we hope uh, our <laughs> fans and listeners enjoy that so, new yeah. site a, um, bit more, a bit more thanks for tuning more, in everyone uh, neatly thanks to you for jumping Archery. on and
0: uh, yeah see you next weekend cheers
2: right cheers Excellent.